Formation, Pastor Ryan and Pastor Tyler here again. Welcome to another episode of The Weekly, where each week we take an opportunity to explain the whys behind what we do as a church family. This week, we want to discuss why we're introducing community groups. And so uh, if you have been following the podcast or you were at church uh, this last Sunday, you may not be listening to this in real time, but if you're listening to this as it comes out, just last Sunday, we started a new series called Deeply Connected Community that's all about how we are entering into a new season of community building uh, at our church. And so today I thought it would be really good for you and I just to chat a little bit about why are we putting so much emphasis mm -hmm. into this, and then also a little bit about like, obviously this means a uh, we're not, like I even said this on Sunday, we're in no way like telling people if you have a great formation group, don't be a part of that necessarily. But we are really putting our, meaning yours and I's leadership, like all of our all of our emphasis is going on to this in yeah. this season. And so I thought it might be uh, helpful for us to just share, truthfully, I think just our own heart and perspective on why that yeah. would be beneficial. And I uh, was gone that first week, yep. but just one question that comes to mind. So if I'm in a place where, I have to choose. Mm -hmm. Like, I do love my formation group, mm -hmm. but I really only have the margin for like one additional thing. Mm -hmm. You know, some people have the margin for lots. Yeah. I have the margin for one. Our recommendation is what? Community group. Okay, got that, it. That because, uh, as I mean, we're going to do a number of weeks talking about community yeah, groups and all absolutely. these different things, but I think... I think that community groups are going to become the main way that we keep our church as a whole united sure. and moving in the same direction. And so as a result of that, it is more by design, more of a communal journey than an individual one. Totally. And, I, and so I think if you have to pick, I would pick I would pick community group in, in this particular season. For sure. And I think to your point about like, I mean, the whole episode is about the why, but mm -hmm. right ahead, what comes to my, or right away, uh -huh. what comes to my head. I don't know. There you go. That You'll was get weird. There. Right yeah. ahead, what comes to mind. <laughs> anyway, right away, what comes to mind uh -huh. is this idea that I just think that, you know, we spent so much time apart uh -huh. and I don't know what the deal is. Like, and this is for me, this is for the people I talk to. This is mm -hmm. for just about everyone. Like, we just can't seem to like connect mm -hmm. you know it's almost like the lego blocks of yeah. our lives like you know like every once in a while like a little kid like chews on one or it like falls in the like garbage disposal thing or mm -hmm. whatever and that lego blocks is never like it won't yeah. quite yep. snap in in the way yeah, that they're so great yeah um it just seems like <laughs> whatever it is about the pieces fitting together it just hasn't quite done yeah and we have to you know and anytime you've got that whether it be in your life you know those those things that are like all right we're, we're gonna do a spring cleaning or get back to the gym or whatever like you gotta give it a lot of yeah effort and focused energy because we're kind of in this place of like we do that or we just accept like we all barely know each other and that's fine right and the truth is like your point is not just anecdotal like just last week i read an article Research is showing that um, rates of loneliness are higher now than they were in the middle of COVID when yeah, we were actually isolated. That. Yeah. That there is something about. Yeah. You, you didn't yeah. have a choice. Yeah. Now, now there's this, I think this weight and pressure and reality. Well, I can be and should be and need to be in community, but I just can't seem to like yeah. get the engine to turn over <laughs> for right. some reason. Yeah. I keep likening it. Uh, like probably a lot of people who've listened to this. I've talked to a lot of people in our church about that idea of like, 
when you've had the lawnmower in mm-hmm. the shed all winter long. Yeah. And that first mow, like unless you got a real stellar mower, that's yep. going to take you some work. Yeah. You know, you send like Ryder out to do it. He's yep. not getting that lawnmower started on yep. his own. Like I remember that vividly and my dad would always be kind of annoyed because he'd come home hoping that the lawn had been mowed and I'd even tell him before he left, I don't think I'm going to be able to get it started. Yeah. And it's just because, you know, you push the little button and then you flood it and it's a whole thing. Yeah. So, and yeah. so much of that is what uh, this first sermon was about. Okay. It was about sacrificial right. love. And so you should listen. <laughs> I will. <laughs> no, I, I know. It's I'm only Tuesday. It is, I, but no. my point was just, if you are listening to this and you have not listened to that first message, yeah. I would really encourage people to, because it is about how sacrificial love mm-hmm. is the secret to sustained relationship. It's good. So apart from sacrificial love, meaning when it feels awkward to go to a community group for mm-hmm. the first time, when it takes a minute to feel comfortable in it. Like that's all like that is the sacrifice of love that we have to offer to sure. one another and that. truthfully to ourselves, because that's what it's going to take in yeah. order to actually build this. Yep. So before we jump in, you know, to some specifics around the why, I just want to continue to say this as much as I can that really uh, it's important for me, I have found with there are various kinds of groups that exist in local churches Mm -hmm. and community is always kind of the overarching like banner that hangs over them, but really the purpose of them is different. So I would say the, the purpose of community groups is, is slightly different than, than like a Bible study, like community will be the outworking, hopefully Lord willing of both of those. But when we think about community groups, what I want people to understand is that our purpose for them is to help people build significant relationships with other Christians Mm -hmm. uh, around our shared experience of faith. So it isn't just a hangout thing. Yeah, We do hang out, but that isn't the totality of it. Mm -hmm. It isn't just a Bible study, though the Bible will be studied. Mm -hmm. It is meant to be a place in which we build significant relationships with other Christians uh, centered on our shared experience of faith. And so I just want to continue to reiterate so that people really have ingrained in their minds, this is what we're after. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that to me, that also addresses some of the, you know, sometimes people are like, you know what, I just have a good kind of swathing of friends in my Mm -hmm. life. But, um, but, but that goal is much harder to, to, achieve with like friends across the country that maybe like, even if you pray together or things like that, that whole kind of shared experience of the faith and Mm -hmm. walking through life together, like it's, it's not impossible, but it's pretty unlikely that they are like tracking with the message and hearing what you're hearing. And, and the point of the sermon based is to like have the topics and the, all of the work done to prep the sermon, to go like further into our hearts and minds Uh and make an impact and all of that. And it, I have those friends as well. I have some great friends that I reach out to for counsel. They're good, godly people, and that it's just so much different. I, you know, but they're I not a part of what God's no. doing here in our midst. Exactly, yeah. because for example, that's why I wasn't here. Yeah. I was visiting a friend like that. That is good, godly man. Has been an elder at his church. All of that. I can reach out to him. Yep. Uh, to talk through anything, and we are not walking through daily life together. No. Like love him. It's great to go see him. It's fun when it's a concentrated time together. Yep. And like what happens each day and like what you, what I'm learning at church and what the Lord's working on through me. It's just, imp- we're both busy. Totally. Uh, he's got a wife and kids. It's impossible to stay that connected. Yeah. And so I think regardless of what you have or what you've set up, uh, there is that need for that like in-person, like 
here's how I'm doing and I'm walking through life with you kind of experience. Yeah. And that's what I love about this approach. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the why behind this. Okay. And I would say if, if, if I were to summarize what I would say the big idea is in this, it's that community is what we are called to build. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would, I would think everybody agrees with that. Yeah. I mean, anybody that has really even done a cursory reading of the scriptures knows like, it's a communal book written to communities of faith. It can only be implied in the context of community, like hard stop. Yep. We are created for community. And our formation groups, uh, which we're, we've done episodes about that in the past, people know what those are, so we're not going to belabor that right now. They've been inconsistent in helping build community. Sure. And so I thought where it might be beneficial for us to spend just a few minutes talking is, is why is that? Mm -hmm. What is our perspective as we've had conversations with people? This isn't just you and me in a silo. Like we've talked to people that have been in them or have felt resistance to them. And so I think we have a pretty good beat on like what has not worked. And so I, I'm I'll go first on like, like I would say that from a leadership standpoint, I would say, I don't think that, um, and I know that you would include yourself, but all for the sake of it's my thing, I'll just say me. I don't think I've done the most, uh, effective job of helping to lead them forward. And so I, I think that we're inviting people to participate in a depth of community that is pretty intense, mm-hmm. meaning like formation groups are uh, patterned after group spiritual direction, which yeah. by design is almost entirely about uh, shared disclosure about what's yeah. going on in my life. Yeah. That's really intimidating to people. Sure. It is necessary. It is yeah. good. It is healthy. All of those things. And... It requires a depth of support and care and help that I don't think uh, that I underestimated how much of that it was going to need. I thought, well, we'll explain it clearly, give a basic format, and then just turn people loose, and it'll be great. Yeah. And um, I was wrong on that. Like yeah. people just like we need more support in it. And I sure. would say, additionally, through the process, I've just seen that it is for some people right now in this season. It's just that format is too big of a step for people. Like, because the other thing is because they're they're designed to be so small. Mm-hmm. If we're really going to, for instance, one of the pieces of feedback that is completely valid that we've gotten is it's hard when there's no assigned facilitator in yeah. the group that's going to like keep the conversation going. Sure. Well, if groups are like three people, we have to have so many people who are willing to want to be able to do that. And we just Mm -hmm. don't have that right now. And that's okay. So that just means like, it doesn't mean that the mod, like the mechanism of formation group is broken and doesn't work. It means it's not the best fit for us right now. Yeah. Which is really the thing that I'm trying to emphasize through this series is we're taught this whole thing is about a vision for building formative friendship right now. Yeah. And right now we feel like this is going to be better. So that the first, I think the biggest thing that I would take responsibility for in the whole thing is just, I just think that they, that the timing is not best and that they require a level of attention and care that I didn't provide. Yeah. Does that make sense? For sure. But when you think about formation groups and why they have not been like consistent in really building community for the vast majority of our church. Mm-hmm. Cause for the people that have like that they've worked for, they've really worked. Oh yeah. Like, and they've, they've got been great deep relationships totally. and typically the way that we're made aware of like needs from anyone in that group is by someone in that group. Yep. Um, and not in a, uh, like, 
abuse confidentiality sort of way. No. But for example, there was someone in the group who got admitted to the hospital and yeah. needed like prayer and that kind of, and so, and that's how we learned. And so yeah. I, I love that. And something and, that we want to continue with totally, community groups, absolutely, like keep for us sure. in the loop about what's going on in people's lives. For sure. And I, yeah, to me, I just think that, um, people are a little bit, um, less, uh, prone mm -hmm. to be real excited to like dive right in there. Mm -hmm. I, I really think that some of it could have to do with like, because we were so separated, even relationships that existed um, were difficult to like maintain that connectedness because mm -hmm. every relationship you had turned into a remote relationship, essentially not, yeah. not literally everyone, but largely everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's just hard to like get that going again. And I mean, you kind of have to start over and rebuild and all of those mm -hmm. kind of things. And so I think um, hopping into those as soon as we could get back together, put people in a place where it just required a level of like transparency and vulnerability mm -hmm. that I'm not sure everyone's super interested in at the moment. And yep. so I think to your point, it's a bit of a timing thing. Yep. Um, and I think that um, I do think that as well, it's just become pretty complicated for people to decide, you know what, I am willing to make the sacrifice of a night a week mm -hmm. uh, to consistently like do this and invest. In, and I think that um, oftentimes in those situations, um, we kind of take a standpoint of like, well, I'm fine. I know others need this, but that's fine. I think mm -hmm. there's two things in that one. Um, I just want to say, if you're going to try to sell me on the fact that you're totally fine and unaffected, I might like laugh as we're talking mm -hmm. and I don't mean it to be dishonoring, yeah. but I have found that the people that want to lead with how fine they are, um, oftentimes are the ones that have the most that they need to work through. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that sometimes, uh, one of our coping mechanisms can be denial. You know, mm -hmm. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Uh, the more you talk about being fine, the less I'm going to believe it. That's yeah. just where I'm at yeah. right there. Um, and so I think that's true. But then the second thing is like, what an amazing opportunity for our church family to like, look at it as a way to serve one another. Mm -hmm. So even if you're convinced I'm fine, I don't need community. this community. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, if you read the prayer requests, if you met with people in our church and mm -hmm. I don't do near as much as you do, the others, everyone else you're sitting by does desperately right. very, very much. And what a great opportunity to say, you know what? I'm going to be willing to like forego a couple hours a week or whatever the case might be yeah. to serve others. Um, there's just never a situation in which that kind of uh, putting others before ourselves, like doesn't come back to like bless us deeply. Totally. So I'm really excited about yeah, that. That's good. Well, real quick. Um, let's just uh, end with uh, a couple of things that are going to be present in community groups that we think are going to better serve this end that we're working toward. Sure. And we're not going to spend a bunch of time on these because we're going to do largely individual episodes on each one. Yep. But a couple of things that like groups are going to have trained leaders and hosts, okay. um, which I think is going to be very, very beneficial. So we will meet a total. The plan is four times a year with uh, community group leaders and hosts mm -hmm. uh, two times for like actual training two times a year. That's more of like a check-in debrief. Mm -hmm. How's it going type thing. Sure. Um, and so one of the questions that I've been asked is like, are leaders and hosts like 
can the leader be the host? And the answer is like, it, they can be. Like if, if someone wants to both lead and they have a space and the gift to be able to host people, then yeah. absolutely. Sure. We just don't want the pressure, like for someone to feel like if you would be really great at facilitating some conversation, but you live in a one bedroom apartment, yeah. that you can't be a leader because you can't have people in your one bedroom apartment. Sure. <laughs> like it, it can be two separate roles. It can be one, but regardless, you're going to provide training to hosts to make yeah. sure that real we're really working to provide a hospitable environment and totally. I'm going to primarily be working to train leaders to facilitate the conversations. Yeah. And it's just, it's also like the idea that it's like, uh, likely separate, but could also be the same person is just out of respect for the two roles. Totally. They'll take like a little bit of prep time and we're just, you know, it's the body of Christ thing, right? If we all do a little, nobody has to do a lot. It's good. And so it removes that extra burden from just one person having to do the whole thing. Yeah. You know, maybe they're prepping to lead through the guide while the other person that they're hosting at, uh, they're like getting their home ready. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I would say a second thing is, you know, formation groups have largely been structured around this kind of simple question. So mm -hmm. you come to your formation group and really the question that we're sitting with is how am I coming? Yeah. Like how, like the, the, the early Westlands when they used to come together in their quote unquote small groups, the question that they would answer is how is it with your soul? Mm -hmm. Like, and that was, that was it. Sure. So you sit and you talked about that. And that's kind of what spiritual direction is in a lot of ways. Sure. And that's what formation groups have been. And that has been something that has just been very overwhelming to yeah. people. And so uh, in lieu of that, um, I'm going to be writing study guides that go along with our Sunday teaching. So whether mm -hmm. it's myself or someone from our teaching lab, we're going to write a guide that is both a, a reflection guide. Mm -hmm. So there'll be some supplementary. It won't just be like a rehash of the sermon. There will be supplementary scripture that is mm -hmm. tied to what we've been talking about that you can spend a few minutes sitting with. There'll be some mm -hmm. questions there that you can write down and really be able to sit with like, what am I going to do with what it is that God is saying to us totally. and to me? And then when we come to our groups, we'll have an opportunity to just basically like, you don't even have to be stressed about, oh my gosh, what am I going to say and answer? Right. Like, you're going to know the questions. You have the guide. Right. And so do the other And so does everybody coming. else. Yeah. I think to me, it sounds like um, this is probably like just from a preparation standpoint, we want to like respect the role, yeah. but we also are not looking for like a dissertation from you each week. As a matter of fact, please don't, yeah. uh, work has already gone into that. So it sounds like, um, you know, from a hosting st or a facilitator standpoint, uh, it's probably like less pre-work than maybe even teaching and formation kids because oh, they've yeah, got to like so. prep at craft and they've got to yeah. make sure the iPad's ready to go and all of that. This is like, you know, you want to have read through it, yep. you know, and it's, it's always awkward. Like, unless you're like just one of those stellar out loud readers, it's always awkward when you can tell someone is running across this, these words for the all first put together time. for the very first <laughs> yeah. time. It's just like, Oh wait, have some prep, you know, yep. and we're going to work to get the guides out with plenty yep. of time, all of that kind of stuff. So it's doable. Yep. Um, it, the role matters a lot. And also we don't want anyone to feel like this is going to own their soul. Totally. They're going to yeah. have to like go down to part-time hours at work because yep. they're now a formation community yeah. group leader. Yeah. I, I would say <laughs> that you could probably spend, I think this is the beauty of having a resource given to us every week is mm -hmm. you could probably spend 10 to 15 minutes reading through it as both a leader and a participant. Yeah and jot down a few thoughts so that you're able to have a constructive conversation. Or you could spend 
two hours yeah. sitting with these totally. questions and praying and reflecting and you know, all of that. And so I think they're designed, they will be designed to be flexible. Yep. And uh, I've already started working with how we're going to write these. And so I, th- I think that it is going to be extremely beneficial awesome. for people. Um, a third thing is that we really want these to be a source of mutual care. And so, you know, for instance, when someone in a, has a baby, yeah. when someone is in the hospital, yeah. like in most churches, what happens when there isn't solid community, yeah. what happens is, and this has definitely happened in ours, yeah. it's the responsibility of the pastor to provide all the care. Yep. And the reality is, even though our church is a small church, I'm incapable by myself we are incapable, the two of us, of providing all of that care. Totally. There's just still so much stuff that goes on in people's lives that even with prayer requests and regular check-ins and seeing people, we don't know about. Totally. And so we really want to see that care for people decentralized into the groups. So someone in your group has a baby, everybody in that group can come together and get a couple meals together and, you know, love that family and take care of them rather than it kind of being like, cause it is a little weird when you're like, someone has a baby. I don't know that person at all. And I guess I'm going to like, right take food to their house? Like, I mean, I well, think... And, and as the person who had the baby, you might not know that person. Right. And you're grateful because yeah. they're serving your family. But right. there, there is just a lot of like, the whole thing, it just like, it's better done with it. Or like, if you're moving or yeah. things like that, like things that you need, you know, two are better than one because there's good return for the work. That's right. So when you're in a situation where you need two, it's this group that you should be able to draw on. And yeah. I think that for those, like right away, you think, wow, but like if I if I don't join a group, I might miss out on a lot of that. And that's, that's one the of the realities. Yeah. And that know? that is one of the things that that we will continue to drive. Right. Is like if people if people come and say, I feel disconnected, I feel you know, like my my first question will always then be, Are you in a community group? Totally. And I think that one of the nuts that we've had a hard time cracking in, uh, we've been in ministry for a long time. Mm-hmm. So even even at this church, it's mm-hmm. not our first attempt at something like this. And I think that um, what one thing I think we have a really good plan for uh, that I'm sure we'll talk about in the weeks to come mm-hmm. is like, if you're new and want to get yeah. placed, what does that look like? Yep. I think sometimes it can be like, well, you need to wait for the on-ramp or until groups break or yeah. things like that. And I think that we have like a plan that will work yep. that if like, let's just say you came, you loved everything about it and you want to do a come to a group this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, the night will be already exist and so you might have to do some juggling yeah uh but there will be an option to solve that right away yeah that's really good yep and then the last thing i think that's just going to be significant is that they will be a safe place to build significant relationships and so Mm -hmm. we are going to ask that uh, as i laid out on sunday we're going to run on a semester schedule yeah so uh, in general, it's like two months on, one month off. Yeah. That's not perfect because we'll take the whole summer off. But in general, that's what it is. And in each of those semesters, we want at least one night a, a, a semester that people are are not doing discussion, are mm-hmm. just doing something social, Yep, uh, which I think will be good. I think summers with groups off uh, will have a more unstructured way to sure. be a time built in to be able to hang out. And so I think as much as I think... I think that some people have heard me um, speak about like try to contrast formative friendship with like just hanging out. Mm -hmm. And they've heard that through a very pejorative lens, meaning like that I'm crapping on essentially Mm. hanging out with people. And that is, could not be further from the truth. What I will go to my grave saying is if, if, 
just having a beer with a friend once in a while does not equate to to God's dream for community no. where yeah. you're just like, we're just sitting around talking about sports or we're sitting around to like, to, like there is supposed to be a heart to heart, soul to soul connection that takes place Absolutely. between people. And we want that to happen. And all of that said, it's still really important that we just get to hang out and share life and laugh and eat food and totally. do all of those things. So community groups are going to provide a better environment for that to be able to take place. Totally. And I think that it's also important to note, like you're, we're saying build significant relationships and people that you can reach out to when like difficulty hits the fan. What we did not say and are not saying is that um, this is going to be a group filled with only your besties. Yeah. And I think that that's sometimes where people get a little bit derailed. Mm -hmm. Well, I already have a bunch of friends. I already have people I hang out with. Like I think there will be some of the groups that like just kick it off or people within the groups. And it seems like they're always spending time together. And then mm -hmm. other people who like are really, we have some people in our church who are just really busy. I think they'll make this a priority, but it will fit in where it fits in. And mm -hmm. they might not have tons of other hangout time outside of that. Yeah. And so it's, it's an opportunity to have multiple relationships. I think that one of the areas that I've had to grow in life is going away from feeling like I just need like, you know, Jesus only had a couple. I only need a couple. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's such a great blessing when you have different friends for different things yeah different folks for different strokes you know what i mean yeah i don't love that i feel like that was a, that was a weird crash and burn ending <laughs> but yeah so this was uh, obviously a longer episode than what we normally do with the mm -hmm. weekly but i think even that is um reflective of how important we believe that this is yeah. and so this is a season and this is a topic that it would be very very helpful for us to continue to have your questions so mm -hmm. um we will do some episodes probably taking some great questions that come in during Q&A on Sunday yep. and we'll answer them as well here on the weekly. I'm including the Q&A in the podcast for the next few weeks. But if you have any questions about community groups, uh, it would be a huge help if you sent those to us at info at formationslc.com and then we'll do our best to answer as many of those that come in. And do your best to like one of two things, like especially through this series, do your best when at all possible, if in town, attend church. Yep. And if not, the podcast is 99.9% .9 of the time posted before the production people leave for the day. Right. So that means that by, I'm going to call it safe, 1230 on Sundays, you can listen to what happened. Yeah, that's good. Well, until next week, we love you. We're praying for you. And we will see you this Sunday. Mm -hmm.